Yes, people, it is the 16th of March, which means the beginning of BFI Flare 2022. And uh, what's that, Gloria? <laughs> yes, you know? Oh, shit. Do, do, do. <laughs> hey, how this is a classic one, right? Oh, shit. Yes, had to roll out some glory. It's the fun. Yo, people, we are starting BFI Flare nicely. We got a couple of films for you. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, two very different films, right? One a feature debut. The other is a kind of a lockdown diary documentary. So, yeah, two uh, unique, different things. And, uh, yeah, so are you ready to get things popping? You know what I mean? I'm going to turn it around, people. <laughs> okay, people. So let's start things off. With a feature debut, it is Walk With Me. Okay, people, so it is started. It's finally here. And our first film of BFI Flare 2022 is Walk With Me. So this is the feature debut from Isabella Della Rosale. Um, she directed and wrote the film. The film, she wrote and directed the film. Um, it is produced by Pinita Chan Razami Hmm, yes. Uh, and it is starring Devon Dunn Cannon, Bridget Barkin. And Katrina Gainey. Uh, so, yeah, the, 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 the bad thing about Flair at times is the limited information, right? Ah, and you want to give everyone a shout out, you know what I mean? Because there's the cinematographer, the makeup, production, costume. Don't have the info, people. But, yeah, it is the feature debut from Isabel Del Rosal. So um, the gist is this. When Amber meets Logan for the first time, she is leaving her husband. The charismatic redhead is the realtor who rents Amber an apartment. Bumping into each other weeks later, Amber can't resist Logan's offer of friendship. And soon the two women are exploring Brooklyn together. Their friendship blossoms into love. But Amber has never been in a relationship with a woman before and struggles to properly let Logan into her life. Will she, will she let her fears and insecurities ruin her first chance at true happiness? With its... Yeah, that's it. That is it. But, uh, yeah. So, you know, we open up the film, right? 
we open up the film and Amber is with her husband. You know, it looks like they're going out somewhere. She's in a nice dress. Um, he's just putting on, uh, you know, he, he's got his shirt, trousers. He's getting dressed. She goes over to him, gets in front of him, you know. And you're thinking, all right, is she making a move? Like, what is she doing? And she does up his fly. And she leans in for a kiss. And he just turns that, does the, the, the turn ahead. You know what I mean? Just to like, oh, no one wants that, right? So he does that. And it's mad cold. It is mad cold. So you're like, ooh, something, you could definitely tell something ain't right. Something is not right with this. And they just, yeah, they, 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 they just don't vibe, you know? So we then see her, um, you know, she, she leaves, the, um, leaves the tube, the subway, as it were. And, uh, yeah, she's looking a little bit lost. And this redhead woman comes up and is like, oh, you need directions? And Amber's all a bit like, no, 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 I know where I'm going. And it turns out they're going in the same direction. You know, because, yeah, Amber is looking for an apartment and Logan is a realtor. So, you know, they have this interaction there. Um, and that's when we find out that, yeah, she's looking to leave her husband. Right. So, you know. They bump into each other in the wine store. Hmm. Do you call it a wine store? Off license? I don't know what you call it. If it, I don't think wine stores have a, a special name unless it is the vineyard, right? But yeah, that's where they meet each other again. And, you know, Logan buys her a housewarming gift and that's, how it all starts, how they, you know, become friends and start talking and chilling and kicking it, right? And, uh, yeah, so there we go. And I think, I would say, the, the thing I enjoyed the most, the strongest part of the film for me is their relationship, is their interactions, because it felt natural it felt like honest it, it, you know what i mean you looked at it and you'd be like yeah this is what happens right i can see this i can see these two doing a thing you know what i mean like there's nothing nothing seemed false they weren't rushing anything and it was just like oh you know you had the hesitance right from amber not really knowing what's going down and, um, yeah, so we have them, you know, just moving at this pace, right? And so, yeah, it, it, it works. It works well because you also feel the chemistry between the two of them. You know what I mean? So that's gravy. Now, this film, you know, Walk With Me, it's not, it's not breaking any new ground. Right, we're not seeing some crazy new take on a situation, there's nothing like that here, but it doesn't make it a bad film, 
you know, I will say that some of some of the situations don't quite work, right? So Amber's got a kid, and the kid scenes, they're not the strongest scenes, but well, not some of them are like some of the talking scenes, they're not the, the strongest, but ain't getting kid actors. It's a tough one, right? Sometimes they're phenomenal. Other times they're okay. Right? And don't get me wrong. Hey, the kid ain't bad. The kid ain't bad. But it's just when you have the chemistry between Amber and Logan, like the, the same kind of vibe isn't there with the kid. But this shit takes, takes a while. Right, this is it takes a while to master, so that's the thing. You can't expect little kids to be able to nail these things on the giddy up. Now, as I said, she's solid, but it's just it doesn't quite vibe as much. That's it, you know. And then the scenes with the husband, right? The scenes with the husband are a bit odd because we have this opening. As I said, right? And it's mad cold, and you just get this get this vibe that yeah, shit ain't working, right? Shit ain't working, and it's like he just doesn't want to be near her. Right? That's what we get. Now, in a conversation later in the film, like this other kind of scenario is put out there. Which then makes it odd, right? Because it's like you you kind of because you're watching it and you see this thing, you your viewpoint is one, and then they go with this other thing. And it, it's not like a crazy scenario or anything like that, but it's just from everything that we've seen, it doesn't quite coalesce, you know what I mean? And you also kind of feel if that's the case, I don't know. Other stuff you feel would have been said earlier in the film because the initial reaction, again, it's a weird one. It's a weird one. And it and it goes along with the original narrative that you believe. Right? So that's a little bit, a little bit mess. Right? And there are times... When Amber is a bit like, I don't know what I'm doing, right? Which is fine. But you do kind of feel, right, in today's day and age, right? And she's, I think, I feel she said she's 30 in the film, right? I think we know too much, right? We would have seen films and TV and there's books and just music. Right, so many artists sing about relationships and these kind of things. So you, you, there's an understanding. Now, it's not to say you are great, gonna be great at them, right? But there is an understanding, you know. And so, yeah, it, there's certain things that she says, and you'd be like, ah, like I feel that. You know, the, the, you could be conf the, the confusion I get, but some of the things you feel like, I don't know, man. Come on now, 
like I think most people would know that that's that could be fuck cruise, right? Or you know, whatever, whatever. So yeah, that was a bit. I don't know. But as I said, the, the, the just the relationship between Amber and Logan, Logan, the relationship between Amber and Logan. That's the strong thing. That's the selling point here. That's what really rings true and really does help make the film, you know? So, yeah, it's a solid film. It's a solid debut. And there is a lot here that you go, oh, okay. Yeah, Isabel's got something, man. She's got something, right? Just the way she filmed like their interactions, their intimate moments. There's a subtleness there. Even in like the, the, you know, when it gets to lovemaking and all of that, right? There's, there's a subtlety, there's a light touch that really does, you know, bring the scenes to life. And again, it makes like it, it makes you think about those times you've had, you know. So she really does a great job here with those scenes. So you do kind of be like, yeah, I'm 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 very interested to see, you know, what I mean, what she can do next. I like the way the film ends, right? Now, when I say I like the way the film ends, so we get this comes up, right? And I just thought it's a nice way to kind of think. And it says, if you don't already know that you are loved, if you don't already know that someone, um, so, that somewhere you have a home, seek it out. If you don't already walk with us, right? And... It's just like this nice, because I don't know, man. Like, yeah, sometimes, you know what I mean? Obviously, I can be, you know what I mean, caught up in that moment, right? And that, I don't know, there's something about that. Those words, I'm just like, oh, man, that's really nice. That touched me, man. That fucking touched me. So, yeah, people, walk with me. Now, if you were unable to catch it on the opening night, don't worry, because it is playing um, on Wednesday the 23rd, right, 6 p.m. in NFT1. It's a good screen, people. It's a good screen. And then it's playing on Friday the 25th, 5.45 in the studio. Studio is fun as fuck as well, man, because it's, it's intimate, right? So at the moment, both of those screenings are showing that they're sold out, right? But here's the rub. If you do want to catch it in person, people return tickets. So if you go on the day or close to the day, and you know what I mean? Check. Check at the box office. There may be returns. If not, hey, it's showing on the um, BFI player until 11.59 on the 27th. That's the Sunday, people. So you have until the last day of the festival to catch this on the, iP on the BFI player. 
not the I player, the BFI player. So there is that. Now, also, right, the film is, um, yeah, on the player, it's going to have an audio description track, right? Um, and it's also going to have closed captioning. So, yeah, they're, they're making shit accessible, people. You know what I mean? So that's all good. All right, so, yeah, I would say... Give Walk With Me a shot. Because, you know, it's nice. And you can see what Isabel can do. Because I kind of feel, yeah, yeah, we're going to be seeing more from her, you know? Solid performances as well. I will say that. Solid performances from the act. Okay, people. And let's bring it home. With Charlie XCX alone together. Okay, people. So now we take a look at Charlie XCX alone together. Right? Charlie XCX. I feel that's how you say it. I might be wrong. But, you know. Huge, huge pop star, right? People love her. People love her. And during lockdown, she decided to record an album, right? So, um, yeah, this is directed by Bradley and Pablo, uh, who I believe are our managers, right? Is produced by Brian. Fern Chick, Ross Levin, and Emma Lichtenberg. And it is starring Charlie XCX and her boyfriend, Huck Kwan. And it would seem a legion of fans online. So here is the blurb, right? When the world is thrust into lockdown in early 2020, Charlie XCX does the only thing she can think to do, make music. Taking herself with the daunting, sorry, tasking herself with the daunting challenge of writing, recording, and releasing an entirely new record in just 40 days the singer embarks on a journey of personal introspection and creative risk taking but while quarantine affords charlie a unique time for soul searching she does not face it alone instead enlisting her predominantly queer fans to help her craft new material so much more than just a Time of crisis, an affectionate tribute to Charlie's LGBTQIA. What the fuck is the I? Hmm, I'm not quite sure what the I is. I feel that's an I. I don't know, man. I can't see. Anyway, her fan base and timely testament to the healing powers of community in the face of adversity so yeah there you go there you go and then the album she recorded is nominated for a mercury and all that jazz so here is the thing right 
Although, <laughs> right, it starts off and we have like clips of her 2019 tour, you know, boom, everyone's out partying, doing all that jam. And she kind of talks about her journey, right? How, you know, she started recording and she's making this different sorts of music and she goes through different sounds and finds acceptance in different ways. She's selling out places, but still a bit alone. Just all that jazz, right? It's all stuff we have heard from musicians, actors, artists alike. But then lockdown happens and, you know, she decides to buy a lot of equipment and record an album at home. Now, it does want to, you know, I mean, announce that this is a unique thing. Now, come on, right? If if you've been around, <laughs> you know that people have done this before, right? Other artists have done this, especially, you know, I mean, working with producers all over the spot, right? And knowing rap, you, you have people throwing bars around. You know what I mean? You're sending bars from here to here. You're getting beats from different peoples. You know what I mean? You're doing your thing. And there's been people that have recorded albums in mad shorts amount of time. Right? I mean, Tupac, before he went to jail, you know what I mean? Recorded a whole heap of shit. Right? It's, it's what people do. I think it was interesting the fact that she didn't have an in-home studio. And it's not just Charlie, right? Because and you noticed a load of people were like, oh, I, I need to do this. And you're just like, yo, you ain't got that shit? I'd have thought you'd have that shit, right? Because there's certain people that do, and you know, because they're mad productive, right? And they're always like, yo, just in the lab, doing this, ba ba bum right? So that's all interesting. Um, now... What I thought was really interesting, but it didn't really get touched on, right? Because she said when she dropped, is it Vroom Vroom? I believe it's Vroom Vroom. I might get this mixed up I, because, yeah, I, I don't listen to Charlie XX, XCX, right? Not because it's bad. It's just there's shit I listen to. You know what I mean? I'm kind of, I'm rap, R&B, jazz, you know what I mean? But throw in there some rock, some indie, you know what I mean? Some jungle, some other shit. Like, I, I will listen to stuff. Now, I do know, I've heard some of her tracks for sure, right? But I don't know, know her shit, right? But, yeah, I think it's vroom, vroom. She dropped that and she was just like, yo. I then blew up on the LGBTQ scene. Now, what I thought would have been really interesting to find out why, right? What was it about that song that connected with that fan base, right? That community. Because that's what it doesn't really talk about. And that's the fascinating thing for me because it's just like, yo, so where well, you didn't listen to her before that song, like, what, why, why on that song, you know? 
But yeah, so all this fan base are now down with Charlie. And so, you know, it, it's like, uh, it was, you know, during lockdown, I did a few Your Mum House Live, right? Which was fire. It's fire. And like all the motherfuckers at TTI, right? The thing is ding. Hey, there's mad Zoom chats hanging out having fun so i understand what they're doing right now it's the scale of it that's just kind of crazy and then just the elements right so it's just seeing what she was doing right because that's the thing it's not groundbreaking right that's not the thing which is fascinating to me about something like that like this it's the process, right? It, it, it's getting that snapshot of what's in someone's head at that moment in time. And that's what this does. Now, there is um, theater to it, of course, right? And I, we kind of see that. And not to say it's insincere, right? But she put a voice note on Instagram and her mum calls her up and is like, yo, are you all right? But the thing is, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Bum, bum, bum. But it's just like, yeah, but you know what's going to happen when you put something like that there, right? So there is a theater in it. And although there is stuff that is definitely raw, right? But there is stuff that is kind of orchestrated. Right, like all the fans online, because you aren't just like they're getting ready to go online. You're not just going online. You feel me? It's just like making the face up, making sure the gums are looking tight. Right. So there, there is all of this, but then people want to be like, oh, oh, yeah, I just rolled out of bed and oh, I'm just, and it's just like, well, you're not really. And all, it's kind of crazy because you have these people filming themselves going online, right? <laughs> there is a narcissism to it all, but it's fascinating. It is so fascinating just seeing, right, how all of these people cope with this period. You know, now there is there is something to it where you do find a connection. Now, you can look at it and say, should people be trying to find that connection in real life? Right. I mean, kind of, kind of. I mean, you, it's, it's all about that balance, right? It's all about that balance. And you do kind of feel, looking at Charlie, she's probably got that balance with Huck, it would seem. He seemed down to earth, right? Seemed down to earth. Goofy. That's all gravy, you know? It's a little bit of a different situation because also 
when you have people being like, oh, man, I'm going out of my mind, it's because they're living in a single room. <laughs> now, she's got a nice big ass yard that she's sharing with her managers. You know what I mean? So it's not like it's a tiny little bed sit. But it, as I said, it's about how you utilize the resources. And yeah, she made a fucking album, right? And showed the process. Now, I, I think however you want to look at any of this, the honesty of showing the process is always huge, right? There's, there's a lot of people that uh, attempt to do that kind of thing, you know, comic book artists, writers, you know, it, it, it's, it's a fascinating thing. I know my friend who's a sculpture, she will put up um, lives of her in the studio creating. There's an honesty in that because you don't know what the fuck is going to happen, right? It could all go wrong. You could fuck things up, you know? Like, I, I mean, there was one time and she glazed something and it, it didn't go the way she wanted, but, you know, she owns it. She talks about it, right? So that's cool. And that's what we were seeing with um Charlie, you know, doing vocals and being like, ah, my voice is trash. Just all of that. So... This is is fascinating. It's not crazy. It's 67 minutes. So they're just over an hour. Just over an hour. Which I think is just right. Right? I, I don't think you could do too much more. Because it is confined to these spaces. Right? And there is a lot of movement and flashing and all of that so you know what i mean too much and you are mad disorientated but yeah 67 that works and yeah to to see it happen right to bring it all to fruition it's impressive you know the, the way they did they kind of figured out oh let's shoot a video like this let's just get a green screen and we can do this those green fucking suits, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. It's uh listen, if you enjoy a documentary, if you enjoy a music documentary, I think you're gonna get a kick out of uh, Charlie XX XCX alone together because yeah, it's it's a snapshot, right? It's a snapshot in time, right? Because that's the start. It was at the start when COVID first hit, when everyone was a little bit just amped, right? Because no one knew what the fuck. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We get to see it all. And, right, because certain things are said, about living situations So, uh, you know, at the end There was an update Because sometimes you'd be like Yo, what the fuck are you talking, man? Just just move Right? Talking about this Just, just fucking move 
you can make it work. You've yo, if you want it, you can make it work. So it was good to see the updates at the end. It was good to see that. But yeah, people. Um, now it it is showing if you missed it today. It is also showing tomorrow, Thursday the 17th at 6 p.m. in NFT1, right? BFI South Bank, NFT1. Um, and then on Saturday the 19th at 3.50 in the studio, right? Funky little studio. Um, now the that the, the the 19th Saturday the 19th it's showing sold out the Thursday the 17th looks like this could still be tickets for that but people 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 as we say right people return tickets you know people can't make it and especially right now right so because covid is still a thing so people might have tested they can't come so yeah Go to the box office and see, because you might get a ticket. If you can't see it live, don't worry, because it is on the iPlayer until 11.59 on Sunday, the 27th of March. So there are different opportunities for you to see Charlie XCX alone together. Also, right it's got an audio description track on the BFI player, and it is also closed captioned. So, yes, people, there is a myriad, myriad, myriad. There's a few different ways. <laughs> let's just say, let's just say that there's a few different ways you can catch this, people. So, yes, Charlie XEX alone together. It's an interesting little music documentary. Okay, people, so there you go. That is day one wrapped up. And yes, yeah, so if you didn't get a chance to see both of these films on opening night, don't worry, there are other opportunities. So check the site. We've got all that information there, people. Go, you know I mean? Go to the beer. There's a lot to see, people, all right? So, you know what I mean? It's just getting started. Just getting started. So, um, yeah, we're going to be uh, doing our best to cover as much of this festival as we can. I think we might have a few interviews. You know what I mean? Hey, I might get some co-hosting. Who knows? Who knows, people? But yeah, that's day one. A wrap, wrap, wrap. And we will see you for day two. All right? Peace. <laughs>